Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. I hope you've all survived our Thanksgiving holiday, digested all that food, ready for a fresh beginning and an ending to this year. I'm coming to you today with something very special. And um, this show today will be the Ultimate Underground Experience and the P. Luna Foundation's special presentation for Male Abuse Awareness. And I also received a letter from a friend and celebrity, Mr. Tyler Perry, and he wrote, Hey, Uncle, there are some stats that say one out of six boys have been or will be sexually abused. This is such a tragic statistic, and what it tells me is that not only are there a lot of boys who have been abused and hurt, but they grow or will grow into men who are still hurting and in pain from such a sick violation. Most men never saying a word about it, just suffering in silence. The tragedy in this is multi-layered. Lots of people, especially men, dismiss it as something that happened, not really knowing that the effects are far-reaching. The effects from childhood molestation can cast a net that will affect you and everyone you love for the rest of your lives if not addressed. I know that this is difficult to talk about or even acknowledge, especially for men. That's why I am so happy that Dr. Howard Fratkin has written a book called Joining Forces to help men who are adult survivors learn to cope deal and most of all stop suffering in silence most of you reading this are not male I know that because most of my audience is women I know some of you are saying why is this so important to me well I'll tell you I can assure you his abuse can directly affect his relationship with you it is such a cycle that this book is what can help to apply the brakes to stop the spinning. If you know of a male who has been sexually abused, this book is a must read in helping you understand him. If you suspect it or not, most of the telltale signs are common and lots of them are discussed in Joining Forces. Let me be clear. Dr. Fradkin asked me to write the foreword for this book, but I did not, nor will I ever, receive any monies for his book. That's not why I did it, or why I'm sending this message to you. The reason I'm doing all of this is because I know the pain and the darkness and the shame that we as men can carry when these evil acts have been put upon us. But... I also thank God. I know the peace and comfort that comes along with healing from the horror. Healing can start by reading this book, Joining Forces. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Underground Experience with Uncle Earl. New York, London, Paris, Milan. These are the places that know how to change.
Hey, 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 all you underground dwellers out there, this is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain and DJ of the Underground Experience, bringing you an exclusive. I have a very wonderful individual, beautiful lady, extraordinary talent, and should I say philanthropist or just humanitarian? Her name is Barbara Ochoa, and she has a foundation called the Petra Luna Foundation. And she will be sponsoring an event called... No, it's not the Petra Luna Foundation. It's the P. Luna Foundation. Oh, gosh. There she is. See, trying to jump in and get on me already. All right, the P. Luna Foundation, and that's a keeper. And this will be the Male Awareness Abuse Week. Big benefit concert event on Saturday, December 1st at 6.30 p.m. And the cause is to fight child abuse and its crippling effects in young males. It's a topic that we don't deal with. It's a topic that's very uh, relevant in our society that's sort of pushed to the side, and we usually deal with the female side, but men are abused just as much as women, and we need to do something about that. And now, in honor of the P. Luna Foundation's fifth annual Male Abuse Awareness Week, this is one of the first major events of its kind in being, being held in Southern California. This gathering is meant to encourage and support young male victims of child abuse into breaking their silence. And I have the woman on the line. How you doing, Mama? <laughs> I love you jumping in there because it's real life and that's what makes it all work. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't, I mean, Dr. Luna is my stage name for my CD and stuff. Mm-hmm. The Foundation, I, you know, because I'm kind of a radical artist, mm-hmm. I separate, you know, the, the Luna Foundation because it is a charity. Mm-hmm. Although I'm a rock and roller and a rebel, I try to, you know, <laughs> I know that's yeah. right. I know what you're saying, Mama. So let's 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 go back a little bit in time. Where are you from originally? I'm from a small town in Illinois. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was raised on a farm. I had a horse and I had a couple horses, and yeah, I was a country girl until I I fled to Chicago when I was about seventeen. Wow. Okay, and uh, and then how did you make the exodus out here to Los Angeles, to California? What what sparked well, that, sparked sparked that? Well, I I was living in Chicago mm-hmm. and I was working as a live singer and you know I I I got a degree in audio engineering and mm-hmm. voice. Uh, I I actually had graduate honors from Columbia in Chicago mm-hmm. and um, I bought into a recording studio business for a while and then I. You know, I just went back to the stage, um, and I, you know, became one of the top live singers in Chicago, and my, mm. my, my band was, my band did really well, and then Petra Luna, uh, you know, my, my original music project, Petra Luna, had, um, I did my debut album, and I did, a, you know, a bunch of concert series, and, you know, one with the CQ concert, it went really well, mm. and then I just felt myself hitting the ceiling in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, in about the year 2000, so... You know, I, I was searching, you know, uh, New York and Los Angeles for opportunities to do a second CD, and um, Jared Jackson, actually the owner of the venue, we're doing the event at, he's my he's my he's my man. Let me tell you, he um he agreed to do my second CD, so mm. I chose Los Angeles over New York, and uh, uh, he he fulfilled that obligation, and then I came out to LA and I put together another uh, Petrolina group. Um, and we did the concert series for about three years in LA, and I have, you know, I, I was, 
I've been working ever since in LA. I still commute back there. I live in San Francisco now. The last mm -hmm. year. I just want to give I a little plug. I want to give a little plug to that studio. Smooth Sounds Multimedia Studio in Van Nuys, California. Just want to yeah. throw that in there for the folks where the where the yeah. function will be held. Yes. So and and we met at the beginning of early 2000. I moved out here in 2002, and we met soon after that. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. I needed a, I needed a choreographer. Yeah. And you uh, you came along and you helped me until somebody bigger picked you up, <laughs> which was about a month. Thank you, Sorry, I didn't have a bigger opportunity. You know, the opportunity to meet you and just see what an amazing talent. I mean, I want your listeners to understand that you know you are an amazing talent. Oh shucks, thank you. You are too. I was. It, it was a great. But it was a great time, and I mean that that meeting has held us together all this time because it was a special bond that we formed. You know, we didn't know each other, but we connected. It was like inst I felt like I knew you for years when we met. It was so easy, and I thank you for that because so many people oh, okay. in LA were so full of it. You know what I mean? When you you never know who's real, and you were very real and honest and on the level, and it, it was no math test. So I thank you for that. Alrighty then, well that's just a little taste ladies and gentlemen We'll be back with some more Right after this Don't go nowhere, ciao <laughs>
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the underground, how you doing? I'm doing well. It's a lovely day here in sunny California. I'm not saying that it's majorly tropical, but we do what we can, we can. When we can't, we do it anyway. <laughs> and I'm doing it. And I'm here with people who are doing their thing. Miss Barbara Ochoa of the P. Luna Foundation. How you doing, mama? I'm doing great. <laughs> I hope I'm not freaking you. Hey, there ain't nothing else I can do. It's, it's got to be that way. Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, I'm just very excited about this event, the, the annual Male Abuse Awareness Week coming up December 1st to the 8th out here. And um, let me ask you this. Why? I know that's an open question, but why this event? Why is it so important to you? Because, you know, we all hear about female abuse, but no one really talks about male abuse. And it's always swept under the rug, you know, until we find out that, oh, this famous coach or uh, mentor or someone has been abusing people or the in, the in the church, you know, it comes out. You know, they've swept it under the rug or they've moved people around, shoved them around from establishment to establishment to hide the fact that this is going on. You know, so... When you've got a mentality that rules society, actually, I mean, I know this is deep and, and, and abstract, but mm. you've got a society that favors the abusers. I mean, mm. if, I mean, when you persuade people to, I mean, the biggest thing that a, that a child, uh, you know, predator, or you know, will do, or a child abuser, they want it hush hush, mm-hmm. and, they, and they're, they're, it's so dominant in society. You know, one in six boys being sexually abused before they're eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's controlled by the 
socially acceptable. Yeah. I, I know that sounds strange, but that's... that's no, 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 really it, sound, it sounds good. I mean, a lot of times they are the lawmakers. You know, does that make so sense? What about uh, people that, you know, are into some pretty bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and they're controlling what is passed, what is ratified, or what is changed, or what's put on the table to be discussed. You know, so... The have more rights than the victims. Yeah. I mean, watch any crime show, and yeah, the victims have less rights than the abusers. I mean, there's a reason for all this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well... And, you know, think about this. You were just talking about the clergy. I mean, think about this. Okay, so you've got... Say you have somebody, you know, in a church. You have a, a, a pastor or somebody prominent in a church who, you know has victimized hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Now, say that, say that back when he was young, there was such a thing as Male Abuse Awareness Week, and somebody helped him, helped him, got him counseling, and prevented him from going down that path. He would, we would have saved hundreds of, hundreds of children from abuse. And mm-hmm. then, and then if, you know, if statistically 30% of people who are abused, only 30%, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, become abusers, then he's created more abusers to go down the line. So mm-hmm. I believe the way to, to, to prevent the cycle of abuse, whether it's domestic violence, sexual abuse, or whatever, I believe it's with the young guys, getting them getting them help, get, encouraging them to talk about it, getting breaking that silence taboo while they're young, between mm-hmm. 18 and 30, and they're, you know, that's the demographic. It, it, right when they become fathers and, yes. and, and become leaders in the community and things like this, this is when they need help so that they can they can have a better life, you mm-hmm, know, and not mm-hmm. go beat their wives because they saw, you know, their mother being beaten. I mean, yeah. This is what we, we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very interesting point you brought up about the cycle of abusers because the people who are abusers were probably more than not abused themselves, you know. And think back in time, it was even harder back in the day before there was any awareness or any talk about it, you know, back in the even the, the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, you know, where people yeah. really didn't talk about it because your family name was at stake, you know, so... And then, and then, again, those people become, you know, abusers. Besides abusers, they become rapists sometimes. Sometimes they become murderers because they're holding in this thing inside. Say it again. Because at one point it doesn't matter whether it's wearing a skirt or pants. It's still, you know, it just becomes, I got to get something. You know, I got to get some. So, yeah, that's, that's, wow. Woo, okay, well, I think, you know, we need to stand up, stretch our legs, and, and take a break, okay? You okay with that, Mama? You going to hang in there with me? All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We're giving you the goods. That you're getting the goods, ladies and gentlemen, the, la- the dirty lowdown on the situation. There will be much more coming up right after this. Listen, I know there's a stigma associated with male abuse. It's not an easy subject to talk about, and a lot of guys that have been abused think they should just forget about it and not get help. After all, that's what guys do, right? Wrong. December 1st through the 8th is Male Abuse Awareness Week, and the P. Luna Foundation is spreading the word to break this taboo. Go to helpforguys.org and take the first step. The reality is that you're not alone. That's help, the number four, guys.org, helpforguys.org. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain and DJ. I hope you're enjoying this special Male Abuse Awareness Week with my friend Barbara Ochoa of the P. Luna Foundation. 
And this week is going on, it starts December 1st through December 8th. There'll be so much more in the next half hour, but we're going to take a moment for some words from singer Adriana Freeman, a song called Old Wounds. Check this out. Sometimes I can be hard to trust So I can be hard to love But I go on anyway I should leave but I don't So I stay Because I play a part But every time I you see is what I show there are parts of me that he will never know and there are parts of me that I can never show but I go on anyway I should leave but I I play a part But every time I start I just stab at these old wounds And all I do Is make new You're such a good influence on me. You're like my coach, my cheerleader, my marching band, all rolled into one person. Your confidence in me gives me confidence in me. I can never fail with you in my corner. I go for the goal. Because you've got my back. I've got it all. I give it all I've got. Because you would expect nothing less Having you as my friend, 
makes me a winner. This is a quote from a book I received from Simple Truths, Your Destination for Inspiration. And it's just some inspirational words. The writer's name is BJ. If I could find the full name, I would give that to you. But it's, I received it from Mac Anderson, the founder of Simple Truths. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about love. It's all about care. It's all about helping. When we can do that, we can conquer the world. Help someone on your day, in your journey. Sandwich, a nickel, dime, dollar, whatever. Don't judge people because you don't know what their story is when you see someone on the streets. We're all going through a rough time right now and we all need to be a little bit more compassionate, sharing, caring, and loving. This is Uncle Earl asking you to be all that you can be to yourself, your family, and the world. We'll be right back. to walk in alone and you can't find your way home I know the way will be sure somebody cares for you somebody cares Event. 
is there in California at Smooth Sounds Multimedia at 6828 Belgian Avenue, Van Nuys, California, 91406. We're going to kick it off with a reception show inside and a um, on the lot show outside. We're going to have 93.5K debuting a street team performance. We're going to have... Love your mama truck and other food trucks in the in the lot, so everybody can have dinner. It's an all ages show. Bring the kids, please bring the kids. It's twenty、uh, dollars advance tickets, twenty two out the door, and、um, also early、uh, between six and eight. Not only are we doing the radio station outside, inside we're doing a reception show. We're going to have Joe Aviles and let's see, probably just called the dance company. Meeting Grace Braga, Denise Cook, the Oracle Speaks, who just won a Billboard Award for her spoken word performances. And at the end of the reception show is Jenny O, a singer and a celebrity, a becoming celebrity. And then the big show starts at eight o'clock with Dread Days. Yeah. Alex Molly's going to be sitting in with Dread Days. All right. Shout out to Hockey, you rock. Yes. That's my voice. And then we're going to have.、Um, Billy Bass is the master ceremony. He's a comedian in the LA area, and he's also been on Cosby, Radio Real, everything.、Mm. And、um, he's he's great. And we're also going to have as our second、um, band this year the Rockin' Espanol Band.、Mm-hmm. And then to close the night, we're going to have Billy Velvet. Yeah.、Uh, they are they are the Sunset Strip Top Band. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a raffle. We're going to be raffle. We're doing a 50/50 raffle. Great. And then we're going to be having items raffled off too. And then Runway Magazine, which is one of our sponsors, is going to bring two models out、Ooh. to take pictures with the donors and attendees. So if you want a picture taken with a Runway Magazine model, it's only fifteen dollar donation.、Ooh. The group's going to be there to take pictures with everybody. You can also get a photo taken with Alex Molly for seventy five dollar donation. All right.、Uh, Photos of Dread Days and Ellie Velvet and Jenny O go for twenty five dollar donations. So, great, great. You know, the, yeah, you can get your photo taken. We, we, yeah, the whole red carpet, everything is going to be fabulous. All right, and Uncle Earl might have to be up in that mix because those girls come from Bench Warmer Girls. Is that correct? Sorry. The girls are coming from Bench Warmer Girls. No, actually, no. We're going to、no. have Runway Magazine. We're going to have Runway Mag. Okay, that's all good too. They, they, they're on the top list. Uncle Earl might have to get up in there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I know that's right. <laughs> But I'm excited. I'm so excited about this, and especially Dread Days. You know, they they're a part of the underground family here, and they are gonna rock you out, Mama. I I can I know it already. They're gonna rock you out. Besides, I know L.A. Velvet's a great. It's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be so much offered there.、Um, people need to get there right away at the top of the day. Don't wait till the last、yeah. minute, you know. And you know what? There's going to be booths there. We have sponsored booths. Lacey's going to have Lacey's uncle Earl is going to have a have a going <laughs> to have a table out there. You can come out、uh-huh. and get information from all the other sponsors and nonprofits who help young males. There's going to be information if you know a young guy that needs help. There's lots of information provided of where these people can get help services, and you know it's going to be it's kind of it's going to be like a little festival outside, but a little concert inside. It's going to be great.、Mm. Now, what is the website they can go to in order to get more information as well? So go to helpforguys.org. H-E-L-P, the number four, then guys, G-U-Y-S dot org.、Okay. And you can find everything you can possibly imagine.、Oh, wow. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited. I can't wait. 
and I haven't seen you in a while, so you know, to get to connect. Oh well, I've lost a lot of weight. Oh really? Hmm. Yeah. Okay then, we have the talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great talking to you today, and you know, you know, you got me, Mama. So let's go ahead and do this thing. Well, I appreciate your support. I just, you know, I hope that all your listeners can make it out on Saturday, December first, and um, yeah, let's just let's pray for a good show. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do. On with the soldiers, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been here with Miss Barbara Ochoa, the woman behind the P. Luna Foundation and Male Abuse Awareness Week, December 1st through the 8th. Check it out. Helpforguys.org. H-E-L-P number 4 G-U-Y-S dot org. Get it? Got it? See ya. Good. Ciao. <laughs> Experience. You know, in these times we're living in, sometimes you must 
take a moment to stop and think about others. We're living in such a me generation, and uh, we don't take time to understand other people, take care of other people, and help other people. I have someone who is all about helping. He's an advocate for crime victims. And being that I'm working with Ms. Barbara Ochoa and the Male Abuse Awareness Week, I thought it was fitting to bring in an expert, Mr. Jeffrey P. Fritz Esquire. And he's experienced in representing crime victims in civil cases on behalf of survivors of murder, assault, sexual assault, and molestation. He also concentrates his practice representing victims of nursing home negligence and abuse, insurance, bad faith, and other complex litigations. I could go on and ramble about him, but I want the man to tell you himself. He can do it better than I can. How are you doing, Jeffrey? Good, good. Thanks, Lacey. Thanks for uh, inviting me to speak with you here. Well, I thank you for taking the time. I know how busy you are. I really do, and I thank you. Now, you're on the East Coast, correct? Yeah, I'm in Philadelphia, New Jersey area. Uh-huh. I'm from New York originally. I'm a New Yorker. I'm from Brooklyn. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So could you tell us a little bit about, first of all, um, your 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 background, you know, how you grew up a little bit? Would you mind? Yeah, sure. So, so I've been practicing law for going on two decades, mm-hmm. since like the mid-90s, mm-hmm. and... I was doing, you know, insurance work and things like that, and in the course of representing uh, people who were injured, I had the honor and privilege of representing two crime victims, mm. and it was a very positive experience, mm-hmm. um, and I decided that I wanted to go into this field and, and help victims because it's an underserved population mm. who needs help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started uh, just... Finding out more about, you know, what services, what type of uh, needs are out there and legal needs for mm-hmm. crime victims and trying to meet some of those needs for folks. And mm-hmm. now it's almost exclusively what I do. Wow. And I see that you've even, um, you've authored several articles and publications on the matter. I mean... Yeah, what we try to do is, I'm also part of a, a group the National Crime Victim Bar Association, mm-hmm. which is part of the National Center for Victims of Crime out of uh, Washington, D.C. And our group, our bar association, is comprised of attorneys from across the country. Mm-hmm. And we're always, you know, trading ideas and trying to help each other and educate each other yeah. in what's been working for us. Mm-hmm. So that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you, um, you even trained... Uh, Crime Victim Service Providers. That's yeah, what, and what that's about yeah. is a lot of times um, victims, a lot of the, the criminal justice system is set up and prosecutor's office, DA's offices are set up to serve crime victims in the criminal justice system. Mm. But once the defendant, if there's been a conviction or, or once the criminal case is over, there are still needs that need to be met. Who's going to pay the lost wages or the medical bills? And so what we did is sort of an outreach effort as part of the National Center to those who assist crime victims and let them know about other remedies that are available, uh, if it's restitution or crime victim compensation or 
pursuing civil justice. I, you know, I'm looking, sitting in my office, hmm. there's a sign on my wall that I look at every uh -huh. day. It says, putting criminals behind bars isn't the only way to make them pay. Uh, and that's, that's kind of my motto. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. That's interesting. Now, now let me ask you this. Um, being that we are coming up on Male Abuse Awareness Week, you know, when our, our mutual contact, Barbara Ochoa, you know, from the P. Luna Foundation, when she contacted me, you know, I was like, I was really interested because people don't speak about male abuse much. It's always from the female perspective, you know what I'm saying? So do you, Absolutely. So do you run into a lot more male than female, or is it pretty much even, or what? what's the stats on that, do you know? Well, the, the stats... And it, it, stats vary, but generally, it's uh, studies have shown that it's one in four women mm -hmm. or girls will be victimized sexually by age 18, mm. and uh, it's only slightly less one in five males wow. uh, will be sexually victimized. The difference is, and I guess it's it goes back to the matter from Mars, women are from Venus, because we're we're wired differently. Is how that's processed in, in a victim or in a survivor. And male survivors, you know, brought, boys are brought up to be tough and, and men and keep yes. things in. Mm -hmm. And they tend to keep things inside. Exactly. And whereas, and I don't mean to be, you know, speak in generalities, but whereas women, uh, generally speaking, might uh, keep things more on the outside. <laughs> Generally speaking. Yes. So as a result, what happens is, and what we've seen and, and I see in my practice is, that males generally do not come forward and disclose uh, sexual abuse oftentimes mm -hmm. until much later in life, mm -hmm. into their mid-30s, 40s. I've had people who've contacted me for the first time in their 60s and 70s mm -hmm. and disclosed sexual abuse that they underwent. Mm -hmm. And this sometimes creates bigger problems, doesn't it? Because it becomes, it builds inside and it explodes into something sometimes you can't explain. They become criminals or they become offenders themselves or, you know, they just are not fully functioning human beings, you know, because of the science. Yeah, and, and the difficulty is, and the medical literature supports this, is that oftentimes, and especially males, aren't able to link up the abuse with the patterns in their life that they've developed, if it's an alcohol problem or a drug problem or, or problems with the law, um, it, it's only through time and through the appropriate professional help that they're able to link that up and really address the root cause mm -hmm. as much as they can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, and that, that brings to mind um, one case that you represented, the... Uh, victims of the former Penn State U defense coordinator Jerry Sandusky. Can we discuss that for a moment? How how was sure, how sure. was that for you? I mean was that how did you I don't know I don't really know what to ask because it was such a big case that was going on for so long and so many people suppressed it that it's crazy. It, it created a chain that's amazing of people who were covering up, you know. How do how do you begin? <laughs> so many different things and uh, I try to look for what positive can come out of this mm. as, as do the 
survivors, the brave young men who I represent, mm -hmm. is what can we do to fix the problems? And not just with Penn State, but with institutions mm -hmm. across the country. Mm -hmm. And what that case shows is a couple different things. Um, you know, a lot of times um, in, in the schooling, in our education system, we mm -hmm. teach children to stay away from uh, strangers and stay away from yes. you know, stranger danger and that mm -hmm. type of thing. Yes. That is less than 10% of the problem statistically with child sexual abuse. 90% mm -hmm. of the time, an abuser is somebody who's known or trusted, a family member, a coach, uh, a teacher, and we're not putting our, our educational efforts with children into being able to come forward and, and going to, a, to another person to, to disclose this um, so that it can stop. And this case, the Penn State case and the case involving Jerry Sandusky, hopefully will bring to light, and, and events like the Mental Abuse Awareness mm -hmm. uh, Week will bring to light what changes still need to be made. Mm -hmm. Now, will you be able to attend the event, you think? Uh, with, with my schedule, especially <laughs> with what's continuing to go on uh, here in Pennsylvania, uh -huh. likely not, no. but I am in full support. Okay. Okay, now let me ask you this. Let's just flip the scripture. What do you do to relax? I mean, besides all this business, just something that relaxes you and eases your mind. <laughs> um, nothing ever eases me. No, I, I, play mu I play music. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm oh, a musician. Wow. I, I went to school for the uh, jazz guitar. Ah. And uh, so I, I still play. I play with my kids. I play, too. Great. I mean, have you made any recordings? I have, you know, over the decades. You and, have. Uh, now I'm helping my kids when... 10 and my daughter's 15 and they do recordings in the studio and uh -huh. uh, perform live and I perform with them. Wow, well that's great. Um, I thank you so much for taking this time with me. I know how busy you are, like I said, and is there, if people want to contact you, is there a website they can check out? Could you please give me your website? Sure, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a little long, but it's Solon and Zervon, I'll spell that, S like Sam, O-L-O-F-F. The word and Zervanos, Z like zebra, E R, V like Victor, A N O S dot com. Mm. All right. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much. We, and we are available to, uh, to answer any questions mm -hmm. at no charge. Wow. Great. Uh, whatever we can do to, to, to help any victim, any survivor out there. Yeah, and I want to leave this with your quote on here. It says, To me, being an advocate means turning over every rock and being the voice for my clients who have lost so much through personal tragedy. That sums it all up right there. Yeah. That sums it up. Well, thank you, Jeffrey. Have a great day over there on the East Coast. Try to stay warm. <laughs> I know the weather's changing right now. Thank, uh, thank you, Lacey. Thank yes, you. And, and I hope we can keep in touch. I hope I don't need you for your services, but maybe in other ways. <laughs> okay? All righty. Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Jeffrey P. Fritz, Esquire, an advocate for crime victims. There'll be more right after this.
Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are celebrating Male Abuse Awareness Week, December 1st through December 8th. If you're not able to attend event number one, there is event number two, which is a private theme party featuring Elvis, George Thomas, and pop singer Indigo Jackson. Plus, L.A. Top Society Band, the Music Connection Orchestra, and other great singers, comedians, and speakers. This event is for friends in the entertainment industry who cannot attend an event on the Saturday night. It is the P. Luna Foundation Presents, an old Hollywood holiday charity event starring you, December 8th, 2012, at noon. For more information on Male Abuse Awareness Week and the P. Luna Foundation, please go to helpforguys.org. H-E-L-P for the number four, G-U-Y-S dot org. And also, there's information on the Ultimate Underground website, www.ultimateunderground.com. That's www.ultimateunderground.com. Get involved. Please, donate if you can to our cause. LaceyP9 at gmail.com is the PayPal account. We need your love. We need your support. We need your help. Anything you can do will be appreciated. Love is the key. Listen, I know there's a stigma associated with male abuse. It's not an easy subject to talk about, and a lot of guys that have been abused think they should just forget about it and not get help. After all, that's what guys do, right? Wrong. December 1st through the 8th is Male Abuse Awareness Week, and the P. Luna Foundation is spreading the word to break this taboo. Go to helpforguys.org and take the first step. The reality is that you're not alone. That's help, the number four, guys.org. Helpforguys.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be closing out this show with Miss Alexis Cunningham, purple music star, group artist, with this town. Tell me you of don't feel it, Mr. Jeffrey. When you drop you off in with your sentimental things around your neck, around your pretty little face. The way you smile still lingers on me But I don't understand So if you love me, won't you say it? If you love me, won't you say This town tonight Big enough for the two of us And I came here to dance with you And I know you're scared to fall But you know what gets you What I'm dying to say I hope you stay Well, I hope you stay
dreams are getting worse, but I feel a lot better just holding your hand and wearing your sweater. You know I don't believe in love, but this feels a lot like magic. You're beautiful and guarded. You're so fragile. You're so tragic. Oh, this town's not big enough for the two of us, and I came here to dance with you. And I know you're scared to fall, but you know what gets you. What I'm dying. So I'll drive you home. Cause tonight I'm sleeping alone. But your voice is always in my head, and I'm so tired of missing you. Two of us, and I came here to dance with you. And I know you're scared to fall, but you know what catches you.